From Alderaan, from Alderaan, to Zenla, to Zenla, to Zenla, and whatever's left of Krypton, we are broadcasting live from the largest ship, from the largest from ship, the largest ship in the galaxy. You are now listening to Sanctuary One Radio. Sanctuary One Radio. You are now listening to Sanctuary One Radio. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Stop and Jab Props aside here. Welcome to a brand new episode of Sanctuary One Radio. Uh, apologies for not having any of our like typical, usual, like uh, scripted excitement. I think we kind of skipped that all this month, right? We yeah, did. I, I don't know if this is like pre Endgame jitters. Because <laughs> like Endgame's like right around the corner, and I've noticed that our excitement has been has been kind of palpable. Yeah, we yeah we're very excited for it. Yes, you guys, Silver, we're leaking excitement everywhere. Yeah. All over we the place. We are just geek ejaculating our excitement onto, onto oh, you, it's all the viewer. Sticky. <laughs> um, but so uh, uh, we've almost done March. We're nearing the end of it. April is coming. We got a jam-packed month for April of content. <laughs> Dread it. Run, Run from, from it. it. Endgame arrives con- all the same. Our content arrives all the same. <laughs> uh, we got we got Hellboy. We got Shazam. Uh, we got a special uh, a special treat for everybody. Uh, we have our our Endgame kind of preview, and then we have our Endgame review. So it's like there's a lot of stuff going on in April. Uh, but I wanted to I wanted to talk about this this culture this phenomenon that's come from the excitement that comes from trailers. Like we like it's been I remember when trailers were a thing, but now they're like a and I don't know if this is just a Marvel thing, so I might be overhyping this, but I feel like there there's a genuine excitement in them. Like I remember obviously people go, Hey, I want to go to the theater, I want to make sure I get there on time so I can see the trailers, right? But now like it feels like there's a there's a tone change in some of these trailers in terms of companies acknowledging that audiences are smart and they're paying attention and they're looking into the trailers of the, the properties that people love. Uh, and Marvel's kind of started this outsmarting thing. So I wanted to get your guys' take on, on trailers that you really love, that you really enjoy both in Marvel and outside of Marvel, what they bring to the table and what, uh, other ones that might, uh, might not be, uh, you know, a great trailer, so to say. Well, well, it's funny because we we kind of spitballed and picked out a few trailers, but now talking, now thinking about it, and and hearing what you're what you're saying, and and you know, you know, viewers being smarter, looking at things. Uh, it's interesting what Marvel does in what they'll show and what they won't show. Yeah. Um, and just as an example, take Winter Soldier. Yeah. Fans knew who Winter Soldier was, right? They know comic book fans, comic book fans. Let's, yeah, let's preface that. They know that. who Winter Soldier was. My sister so, had no idea so that they blew her mind. So they didn't hide Winter Soldier. The yeah. fact that Winter Soldier existed in the movie. Hell, that's the title. That's the title right? of it. But <laughs> like, you imagine if they were like, no, Winter Soldier's not in this movie, but 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 it's called Winter Soldier. <laughs> but but they didn't do the Hail Hydra part. Yes, you didn't know that Spoilers, going in. By the way, if you haven't seen Winter Soldier in the last eight years. <laughs> So it happened. I mean, it but happened. that was that was humongous, right? Because oh, yeah. there was no indication that that was going to happen. Yeah. That's I mean, and that's that's my favorite part of the entire 
Phase two. And I that's like, one of my favorite moments in all of era one of uh, the MCU is I and that that was that was perfect where they, Arnim Zola they led you him. in one direction. And that was to look at Winter Soldier. He's the bad guy. Focus on that. And then they're like, yeah, he is the bad guy. He is a bad guy. He's not the bad guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hail Hydra. And you're like, what? Yeah. Uh, Arnim Zola. Arnim Zola's yeah. speech, one of the, everything is so good. One of just one of the best adaptations of a really shitty comic book concept. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> In just, history. And greatest or adaptation best of villain from or a comic greatest. book or best. It's yeah. it's just so good. It just blows <laughs> my mind. But uh, but we have selected a few trailers. Yeah. To kind of I kind of picked bad ones. Yeah. I forgot I was supposed to pick ones I liked, but I honestly can't think of any trailer. That genuinely like hyped you up, hyped me up. Like I, 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 I'm about as level. I'm about the same level of hype. Like it's made me cognitively think about the movie a little bit more or yeah. differently. But I don't know of anyone that's just been like, I need to go only see one. that movie now. There's uh, only one for, for me. me. Uh, it's it's like Transformers. Yeah, I saw yeah. Transformers, and again, as like a lifelong the original, tra- Transformers, the original Transformers, Transformers yeah. movie, as a, as a lifelong Transformers fan, watching that trailer, your eyes got real big and. It, just, just knowing I was going to see Optimus Prime on a big screen. It's a big deal, yeah. For me, is like I, I fully admit the movies aren't Shakespeare, but those that's my moment. Yeah, that's your gasp moment. Yeah. My one in all of Era 1 was Civil War. Was the Civil trailer? War. And it was specifically the end. When uh, oh, you watch Cap the two of them Winter Soldier are beating the shit out of Iron Man. Oh my god, yeah. And they say, and uh, the line is, um, uh, you know, he was my friend, and Tony responds, "So was I." In the He's trailer, my friend. yeah. And the trailer positions it as if Bucky and Cap are beating up Iron Man, and Iron Man is losing the fight, and then they hit him with that line. And in the film, instead. Iron Man has blown off Bucky's arm by that point. He's analyzed Captain's fight. Analyzed Captain's fight patterns. Like it's a very different fight tonally than what was portrayed in the trailer. So all of a sudden there's a different, there's a different value to that. The statement that's made between them because it's not this, it's not this cap. It's not this aggressive cap that is with this cap and Bucky, like ganging up on Tony it's an aggressive Tony in an, in, a, in an emotional state being unable to really have a moment to comprehend what he's just seen and a very defensive cap. Yeah. Very different. And than I, the way I the think, trailer I think that's where Marvel it. has kind of like, sh- like obviously so trailers have other companies like movies have uh, producers have other companies build trailers, but they give them the footage to use and they give them a gist of what they want. So, but Marvel has been very good at pulling the wool over people's eyes or making them feel like a certain scene will be one way or another or omitting scenes completely from the actual movie. Um, And some people think this is underhanded because it, it fools you into thinking certain things are going to happen. I think it's kind of ingenious. Like it depends on if the movie's trash. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> if it's a trash movie, then yeah, then it's probably not good. Well, sometimes though, like there's certain scenes that I wanted to see in the movie and I saw it in the yes. trailer and then I'm like, I, True, yeah, that would have fit. There's no reason why it's not in the movie. And I would have liked that. I want, I want that moment. Give me, give me that moment. Yeah. I want that. Or, um, the oddly enough, 
one of my least favorite moments was when I first noticed it was in the Civil War trailer. Yeah, and yeah, that yeah. is because you're what you're talking about wasn't habit. wasn't the end of the trailer. No, no, there no. was a brief pause because it was super somber, and then there's a brief pause, and then there's the underoos thing. Phase, phase, what is it? Phase three is notorious for this. All in Marvel, super trailers. amounts of movies just doing this like weird, like they'll take a really serious trailer. <laughs> And it'll be super somber and serious throughout the trailer, and then suddenly it'll be like Civil War. It'll go to black, and it'll come back, and then they'll do the uh, they'll do the post credit, basically like the post credit trailer scene, like they did with Ant Man in the in the first End Game one. Right. I I liked that though. I liked that particular one. I could have done without the underoos. The underoos I thought was a li- like it well, didn't well, fit with how thing. in Phase Three almost every Phase Three film did that. Uh, Doctor Strange did it. Yeah. yeah. Very serious trailer, humorous moment at the end. Uh, Civil War did it. Very serious trailer, humorous moment at the end. Um, I'm trying to think what else there was. I don't think Spider-Man did it. I um, the But uh, the Civil War was the first one I remember yeah. hard being like, I think Ragnarok did it, kind of, but that was kind of whimsical throughout it, yeah. so it didn't I mean, really bother a, me that much. That's very much Taika. Um, but like, yeah, you, you gotta prepare people for Taika. You can't just yeah. throw right. that on them. The, but just but just that moment where I was like, I, I was invested in what was happening in that trailer, and then suddenly he was just like, underoos! Yeah. And I was like, it. I didn't want that humor. You just go, kind of, really? Um, one of the things that uh, oh sorry uh, no go, no, ahead, go no. ahead one of the things that uh, props pointed out was um, uh, sometimes music is very integral to um, to trailers especially uh, they only have so much time to get their points across uh, and so every little bit of them including the soundtrack or music for the trailer is very important uh, and one of the ones that we talked about it being successful uh, was the Ragnarok trailer uh, very good usage of the immigrant song. Mm-hmm. Um, and just just the sound design for that movie in and of itself is really, really good. Uh, I love this, the, the score and the soundtrack for the movie itself. Um, yeah, one of my favorite parts of the trailer, in all honesty, is that there was something distinctly missing from every single Thor film up to this point, and in all honesty, every Thor appearance, and that was color. Yeah. I felt like the color palette, even... Even with an Infinity Stone in the second film, it ends on a garish, like, orangish black planet. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, it's just a dark film. Uh, they're in London, and le- it's just gray everywhere. Well, to be fair, <laughs> that's London. L- now, don't get me wrong. You're absolutely <laughs> right. London has some gray to it. But the, the, the Thor Ragnarok trailer was intentional in its color. Like, it was very intentional in the palette it wanted they, to present. They like, wanted people to know here, it was a different he, Thor here's movie. Here's something yeah. different that you haven't seen before. Um, and here are characters you haven't seen before. Um, and characters you have seen before interacting in different ways. Um, oddly enough, you know the, the trailer this kind of reminds me of color-wise is Aquaman. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Can see it. yeah. Like, I mean... Say what you will about our Aquaman, our feelings on Aquaman. It's a very similar kind of plot line. A man, a, a ruler who doesn't want to be out of out of sorts. Um, He's. But, I, I did realize Thor's the uh, Aquaman is the Thor of yeah. DC, or Thor's the Aquaman of Marvel. And yeah. think about this: even this movie this is the, was one where this is the humorous moment at the end of the trailer. Yeah, yeah. Thor, like for those of you wondering, we are we have Thor-like. the trailers on loop yeah. in the background. Hulk, Hulk, like burning fire. 
Um, Thor, but, like, but that was another. Heaven. Actually, Ragnarok was another one where the uh, part of the trailer was digitally changed, so you didn't know that Chris Hemsworth was missing an eye in the movie. That is true. Yeah. Um, yep. Whereas it's not a huge deal. Well, it's a big uh, moment for him. Well, I and I think they, oh I, yeah, I, at I'm the end sure. with the electricity. Yeah. Yep. And they um and then they changed it. I think they filmed. In Infinity War. Well, the the scene that was previewed at the Disney convention for Infinity War that they yeah. showed everyone he wasn't missing his eye because yep. Ragnarok hadn't been re- released hadn't yet. Hadn't been released yeah. yet, which means so, they shot a scene with his eye in it. Yeah. Like, I think to your point, this idea of like pulling the wool over. I don't know if it's pulling the wool over more than it is. They just they dot their eyes and cross their t's in terms of having as much footage as humanly possible to display in any instance or circumstance. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, it's just like we how they they show they they put out there that many actors don't know how the movie ends. Well, yeah, yeah, because they film like ten different versions of every scene. Well, I want to use I want to use the example real quick. Let's talk about Endgame for a moment because yeah. the recent uh, final Endgame trailer, which we hadn't talked about, we saw the little short uh, in Super Bowl Sunday when we were recording our episodes. Then uh, the final Endgame trailer is out, and it has a it has a trend in certain films, especially when they're part of their own series of films of reusing footage from older films now the rumor to fill in the, the gaps the rumor here on reddit and elsewhere is that the production company that was given the the job the task of creating this trailer was said hey here's the footage we give you work with it do something and they were like well it's only this much footage let's use some older footage but i think if that was the case they made good use of the older footage to fit that uh, if that's the case, I don't really know how to feel about the older footage, especially with the weird red tone being in there. Like, mm-hmm. I, <laughs> uh, I mean, the, the, the red tone is a bit weird. Um, I don't know if that's intentional, though, I, or consequential of the fact that red is used a lot in these characters outfits. Well, but it's the only color we're seeing. So either we're seeing it from the viewpoint of a dog um, <laughs> or red obviously should have some purpose in the movie. Like to to go back to this to reuse the old footage and then only keep the red as the only color that's views in the visible spectrum. Like and to be honest, in a lot of the colored um, scenes from uh, Endgame, there is still red in that. There's an abundance of it. Uh, yeah. Like almost every scene has some type of t- hue or tone or like symptom of red which i find funny because red apparently is very hard to film yeah yeah one thing i find to be interesting is that yes this is a trailer the final trailer and it releases little to no actual information about the movie that we haven't already gleaned from other sources like yeah they have new outfits yeah we heard about that well the 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 one question going around is the original trailer the funny moment at the end of the trailer yeah the funny moment at the end of the trailer um, the original trailer did not have Tony Stark with the group. Yeah. Walking in Avengers, in the Avengers facility. Right. This trailer reveals not only is Tony Stark there, but Nebula is also there as well. Right. So there's, a, there's a, an interesting dynamic going around in terms of the slow drip, as it's called. Of info. Just yeah. slow, teeny, itty bitty bit of information that comes out from time to time. 
letting you know about what's happening or what's what's going to happen or what might eventually happen. Or I remember this is notorious for Infinity War because Infinity War ended with the group shot of everyone running towards the and camera. And the Hulk wasn't a part of <laughs> and it. And the Hulk wasn't even in the Sorry. movie. Uh, that is at the Ferg moment from work. He's just like, Brian, I need you to tell me who the, the bearded uh, guy was in the, the guy with the beard in the trailer. And I was like, what do you mean? It's like in that last shot, there was a dude in a uniform and he was running with them and he had a beard. And I was just like, and he didn't know who it was. And he goes, yeah, I was like, well, maybe it's like a shield agent or something. I don't, I don't, it was, was it a black or white guy? And he goes, it was, it was, it was a white guy. And I was just like, okay, so we go, it's the infinity war one. And I was like, I go to watch, I, I watched the trailer and he goes, that guy, I was like, that's Chris Evans. That's Captain America. <laughs> it's like, he's like, what? And I was like, that's Captain America. And he goes, oh my God. So good. <laughs> he's also, he's also the guy though, that when the movie was over, he had the, the widest eyes at, at imaginable. At the and Ward. he was like, but, but, and I swear I could see the tears forming. He's like, but that's not how it ends. And I went, and I went yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. But I mean, you got to think that it's an odd Odd way to odd way to end a movie. Yeah. Well, obviously it's an odd way to end a movie, but it, it falls into your example of of Marvel's positioning and in, in saying we want this to be the spectacle it deserves to be, mm-hmm. not just pulling it from something else. Uh, and it's an it's an interesting distinction to like watch the trailer and be like, what is relevant? What isn't? What uh, what builds into the narrative? What does not build into the narrative? Like what is of any value? I mean, we've been the the Reddit posts have been insane about who's the girl that you know uh, that Hawkeye is teaching archery to, like which which, which, at which the we end have of the zero day, context as to any and guesses. Which at the end of the day may not have any. Yeah, it may be nobody at all. It could be Jane Doe, yeah, number one in the credits. Like, there's no real basis, but that's what's become of like these trailers. It's it's. Yeah. It's but how much funny would it be? It's just it, they knew that, and it's just a red herring. Yeah, it's just it's just oh, a, yeah. like they're just messing with but us. That's like, the thing. What if we never saw that scene in the actual movie. But that's yeah. the question. Like we, we can. It's so hard to pinpoint what is a red herring and what is not within the narrative of the of the content that we're being presented. Like, and that's what makes it so interesting to see. Um, uh, but yeah, so I want to talk about. Um, trailers that maybe we have not done the 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 movie any type of credence or the 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 one immediately that jumps out to my mind is the uh batman versus superman dawn of justice hands down uh one of the worst things (laughs) uh just for me and again if you like that movie and you like that trailer power to you it was just I couldn't. Yeah. You broke it. Um, but it was just, they, it just spoiled the whole movie. Like, I was like, why am I going to go see this movie? It was like, you've spoiled that they team up at the end of it. I mean, I knew that. I mean, it didn't spoil the fact that Lex Luthor likes to pee in jars. <laughs> well, we don't know that's his voice. urine. Oh, it we could know be that's anyone's. urine. He just, but you know, mama's hot apple tea or whatever, or mama's hot something lemonade or something like that. And uh, Batman's mad. He's like, mad. I, Batman. I just, it's hard He's a to. Madman. 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 Mad Max. Madman. Mad Max. That's a great trailer right there. But it's. <laughs> yes. 
we see all this stuff. We see the we see like you let the, this family die. And he's like, ah, oh, I'm angry. And then the and then he's we're gonna work out the montage and yeah. But at, at what? there's two reveals in this movie that you didn't have to put in the trailer. One, that Wonder Woman is in it, and two, Doomsday's in it. What's in this trailer? Wonder, Wonder Woman, Woman and Doomsday. Doomsday. Yeah. You want to surprise fans? There's your chance. Like, so much of this film positioned Batman v Superman, and then you're right. The trailer does take, like, a really awkward turn where it just decides to go, hey, here's the, <laughs> here's the, the platter of everything that we're going to be serving. We just thought we'd hand it all to you. Uh, like everything else in the trailer is, is very to, you know, the Zack Snyder style of things. It's very cinematic. It's very theatrical. It's very not over the top, but, uh, like pinpoint within the narrative that's being told. Uh, and then right afterwards. So the, like we see the, him like taunting Superman. We see Zod. And then we see Zod. And then, and then we see Wonder Woman. And as it's just an odd, do you bleed? <laughs> right. As um, I don't know if it was it this trailer that showed it's us. The, Doomsday it's the or final the trailer, but it was it was out significantly before the movie. It came out right before, right almost right after this one because I don't think this generated as much hype as they wanted. Correct. Yeah. And so they then they pivoted and they were like, let's show you more of the movie. Oh, no, that's going to go. work. Oh, it's still going. Yeah. Yeah, it's still going. There's Wonder Woman yeah, again. Let's spoil Wonder Woman. Batman's weird dream sequence Post, thing. Post-apocalyptic dream. That was about thing. the only thing that I thought was kind of surprising. I was like, wow, they're going far into the future. <laughs> and then in the movie, I just got angry at that. Yeah. It's just like, it's an odd. Well, here was my thing. Like, they... This the, For me, this makes it look like that, that moment. Like he's, like, he's hard out fighting... Batman. Batman. Yeah, yeah. But that's not what happened. And it's not, and it wouldn't bother me so much, but then they show us Doomsday and them teaming up against him. Yeah. And I was like, no, you've just shown me that they're buddy-buddy. I mean, it was because of Martha, but you still, like, sorry, they didn't reveal that they had the same named mom. That's the only thing that trailer didn't show me. It's Martha. Martha. Mamtha's not bad. So, yeah, I think it was the next trailer because I was like, oh, okay. Um, I just don't know what, br- like, I know, I don't know what brings them together because I would never have correlated Zod with Doomsday. And then fast forward the next would trailer. You have, would you have felt differently if they left the trailer at that? No. No. I still think they showed off too much of the movie. I was hoping that it was Wonder Woman that got them to, you know, stop. We talked about it, I think. Like, Wonder Woman made them stop fighting. Yeah. Like, actually have the movie be about Batman versus Superman. And both of them think they're in the right. Yeah. Which is what I got in Civil War. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, they, that would have been, yeah, yeah. If if they had to look towards one movie to ha- to to use as a as a sign. Well, they came out in arguably the same way. Yeah, so yeah, I mean. yeah. That it would have been that. There was like I think they were like a month apart from one another, like uh, something like that. It's like March and May. Yeah, it was close. But either way, I I I hated. I knew how that movie was going to end, mm-hmm. and there was no like I went to go see the movie, and I was like, there was nothing in this that was really not in the trailer, so other than stuff that made me angry. Let's let's talk about another trailer uh, that's newer, um, which. Uh, Love it or hate it, it's there. This was, this was my throw-in 
for a movie, although I do want to go see it and I, and I hope it'll be good. Um, I don't feel it added anything that I hadn't seen in a Hellboy, uh, trailer before other than profanity. And it is Hellboy. Is, is let's, let's take your, not theory, it's fact, but let's take your situation that, um, uh, that this film or, or the portion of the film is brought to a separate company and the separate, and they tell the separate company, we need you to build a trailer for the film. Is it then coincidental that the first trailer of the original Hellboy feels a lot like the new trailer for this Hellboy in 2019? Because that was my original thought. Was I was watching, I was like, why does this feel and look like it has the same plot from the first film? And it's got a lot of uh, same character beats um, that, that you're used to. Yeah. Like it's, I, I would say it's might be a little more presented in the humor side of things, uh, intentional it, maybe. It's feeling uh, a little bit more grown up. Yes, that's the one thing I'll give this one. And not to say that the original Hellboy wasn't, you know, like a, an adult movie, but this one feels much more okay. Like in, it's in the era of Logan and yeah, Deadpool. Think, think of think of the. Well, first. This is so Deadpool it hurts. Man. Well, well, think of the original um, Hellboy. You saw you had the human character who um, who kind of like almost childlike uh, when he sees Hellboy goes Hellboy. Yeah, I don't see that in this movie as much, um, but there's a lot of similar story beats that we were seeing in the original uh, Hellboy. Obviously, uh, the um, the villain is different, but uh, you, you you get a, a feel. Uh, for it as if it were the same movie that came out previously, which if it is not, and there's a lot that's different, the trailer is not helping. Its it's case. A dis- yeah. Well, that's the problem. Like a lot of us that saw Hellboy one, if you were to substitute Ron Perlman for David Arbor in that, in that trailer, um, I would think it was a trailer for the first Hellboy. Yeah. Like there's nothing distinct enough, like distinct enough about that one plot line wise or from what they showed me. We see some magic users. We see his crown, and the, we see his fiery crown and his full-grown horns, and we see um, some monsters, and we see BPRD. Like if you just substitute the actors out for actor for actor, you if, would think I would, would just think it was just Hellboy one. Yeah. Like there, they didn't show me anything that distinguishes it from that other movie. Like if you show me a trailer to Hellboy two, I will know that is Hellboy two. If this was meant to be Hellboy three, but a reboot. I don't feel it's. I don't feel like the trailer does enough to visually distinct it from. Yeah, Hellboy it doesn't 1 own it enough from yeah, the original Hellboy. It doesn't own the material enough, and that might be the case. But there's a part of me that is trying to figure out, and will always try to figure out because I'll never understand it. Why Hollywood does not double down or bank on creating content that they know the fans of that content, if you're pulling it from something, will like. And then let the rest of the theater of people who are going, because it's a blockbuster within the genre, fill in the gaps of everything else. From other, Especially if they have friends that are fans. Especially that. Yeah. Because there's nothing worse than pissing off fans of the service of content that you're creating. Because the, un, the people unbeknownst to Hellboy don't really care about Hellboy. But if you if you make a film and a trailer 
that appeals to the fan service of it and you make it good looking and attractive and exciting to watch, you're going to pull those people in maybe. Well, I don't think I, I, I feel like for that, you're kind of saying it's um, we're relying on the fans to get them in. I think you can make a good trailer that also appeals to fans. Like I think you can as well. Um, if, and I, I would take it if it was 50, 50, like, but yeah. I mean like that Hellboy mm-hmm. trailer, I don't, I'm a fan of Hellboy. I don't have yeah. a problem with the trailer. The only problem I have with the trailer is it looks like a trailer for Hellboy one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it doesn't d- differentiate itself. But, that's, from uh, but I guess that's but what that, I'm saying that, is if, that if, to, to me, that movie only appeals to, uh, nobody fan to like, fan to people really? who like the first Hellboy movie. They're like, Oh, I love the first Hellboy movie. I would love to see the Deadpool version of that. Yeah. Once upon a Deadpool version of that. Yeah. But like, I guess I'm thinking about it as I, and I keep going back to Marvel, but I guess let's, I mean, look at the Harry Potter films, like the Harry Potter films people for the most part, if you are a fan of the Harry Potter films, you're probably going to go see the movie and the trailer really is just meant to hype up fans of the film as a byproduct of that, because of the content that's being put out, there will be people that aren't familiar with Harry Potter that will go see the movies. I'm assuming perhaps like why default to trying to pull people. You don't know whether or not they'll like the content and potentially alienate the fans of it rather than please the fans of it. That way you don't have to worry about that demographic spaghetti against the wall. Cause they, cause Maybe. they, they might feel that, well, we know the fans are going to come see it. That might that also might be it. That's, well, fans of of this content are going to go see it anyway, so it doesn't. I'd really have to I'd have to think about like uh, one of the movies that always sticks out to me. Great movie, shit press was John Carter of Mars. Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah. Later relabeled John Carter. That movie was good. Like I liked that movie. I thought it was it was a much better at it. Like well, like I wouldn't say much better. It was to me uh, a well adapted or. Uh, from the books, the books don't make a lot of sense. I think the movie did a good job of translating of the books to, to the movies. And I should have brought that up when we were talking about literary to movie stuff when we yeah. came when the yeah, Tolkien conversation totally, yeah. came up. Because Edgar Rice Burroughs' books, I love them, are but they're weirdish. Yeah, like, I, I never brought up Dune either, and I, I wanted to, Dune. Yeah, Frank yeah. Herbert's Dune's another one. Yeah. Um, but this John so Carter weird. Moss, I loved that movie. I went to go see it, and I was super excited. And I was like, please let this get a sequel. But it bombed. Hard, and that was because of marketing. That was because of, of marketing. John Carter, John Carter from Mars. But I don't like. I didn't think the trailer was bad. Like I thought it appealed to, to people. But for some reason, it still just bombed. And I I thought it was funny that uh, when they first branded, they did John Carter of Mars, and apparently someone went out and said every movie that has Mars in its title bombs. They were like, what? They were like. Moms on Mars, uh, Mars, att- attacks. Mars attacks, like every move, uh, ghosts of Mars, something else of Mars. They were like every movie that's ever had Mars in its title doesn't do well yeah, in theaters. That's in why Matt Damon's film is called The Martian. And like not, it's, well, and it's not the name of the book and not the last dude on Mars. Yeah. <laughs> right. Not, um, the only dude on although, Mars. Let's be the only dude on Mars. Although he does uh, mention Iron Man in the movie. He does. Yeah. Um, so, but I, I, I just don't know. So like that one, that one's the case. Like I would have to go back and rewatch the trailer to see, mm-hmm. but like what that kind of looked like, maybe, I don't know. But the, the, 
it feels like there there's a lot like Edgar Rice Burroughs has a fan following. You could have appealed to Edgar Rice Burroughs people. Like I think if they did an HP Lovecraft movie, they're super playing up the HP Lovecraft angle. Oh, totally. Yeah, 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 yeah. John Carter of Mars kept continually downplaying the origin stuff for it. Like it's yeah. it's n- narrative origins. They were just like, yeah, no, it's uh it's not of Mars. Well, I think, and it's not Edgar Rice Burroughs. Well, I think the two odd distinctions that I remember from the John Cutter of Mars ex- or John Cutter experience is one: this film came out after Tron. Was it Tron Legacy? Was yes. It? For yeah. one reason in particular, I remember seeing Tron Legacy and going, "This film is amazing, and the visuals are amazing." Primarily because ninety nine point nine percent of that film is shot in black. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Everything is shot in black, and it is much easier to do CG for a film in black. This CG was pretty good for this I'm movie, considering how light bad. it is. I, that's, I think, the thing that jumped out to me was I looked at the film and I went, everything about this film takes place in the daytime yeah. or in some type of color. And like that was the first thing I remember about the visuals for this film. Um, Solid cast, everything. Yeah, yeah every, Mark everything on the film should say... Watch me. This is good. <laughs> this is classic Disney sh- right here. And it just did not connect the way it, it, but it it's people one of those were ones expecting like it to. Trailer, trailer was solid. I thought the movie was solid. I just, it just didn't resonate with people and I just never got it. But you're right. Like, I mean, just color alone. Like how many in an era of like Batman Begins dark movies, like this was so colorful and mm-hmm. I loved that. Yeah. 2011. So, I mean, but that's the thing that the other thing that I uh, a part of me wonders is John Carter as a promoted film. The entire beginning of the film has to do with his with his arrival there. And it starts in like England, like Victorian right. England, or which I, was it England or was it the what, what I thought it was the West? I don't know. Uh, I think it was. No, I'm pretty sure it's is it England. I don't know. It's been a while. Yeah, Put me it's on been a while. I can't remember. But either way, it starts on like a, a regular I'm sure it world. Takes place in America. So, yeah, yeah. Um, there, there would be an interesting part of me that wonders if if the presentation doesn't really add context. It adds context to the narrative that's here, but not necessarily his narrative. Yeah. Overall. Yeah. So well, I mean, it feels a little small in scope. Mm-hmm. But no, I absolutely agree. Like I said, yeah. Tron. Loved Tron Legacy. Oh, the trailer for I, that. Uh, the, oh. Like, I went to go see the movie only because Daft Punk did the soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even <laughs> give a shit about the movie. Which, by the way, is amazing. Yeah, I didn't even care about the movie. They were like, Jeff Bridges is in it. I don't care about Jeff Bridges. A young Jeff Bridges is in it. Really early MCU technology of making him look really young. Unfortunately, it was too soon because it looks really awkward. Yep. <laughs> But oh, I love I love that movie. You got to fail before you can learn to and walk. That movie bombed. Well, did not it bombed. It, in a cave it did with a box of scraps. Yeah, I think it. I have a feeling. I think it made budget, but not really much more than that. And they laid the groundwork for more Tron movies, and yeah. they were gearing up for more, and they just and they just said nope. We're not uh, going to move. Yeah, forward that's anymore. one of the ones I'm. I'm not as big a fan of it as a lot of other people mm-hmm. are. Like, I didn't think I, it was horrible, but uh, so. Let's let's move back around to uh, the uh, Marvel Universe again. Uh, one of the n- the newest trailers. Uh, one of the newest trailers is Spider Man: Far From Home. One of the one of the odd things about this trailer in particular is that it falls 
it's an interesting trailer in terms of its contract mm-hmm. because like yeah, this, well, we know Spider-Man this spoiled <laughs> everything for people who were so impacted by the Spider-Man spoilers. By oh, the, man, do you see that product dusting. placement right there? For what? Go back to the check. For Wait a minute. And there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait a minute. Wait, it even frames it even better. No, nah, so keep going. Wait for it. And then it goes to Happy Hogan's face. <laughs> Boom. Like, it's just super... Pro- there it oh, goes. Oh, there it is. <laughs> I don't even know if that's a real company. Neither do I, um, but if it is... But if it is... Kudos to them. Yeah, they paid a lot for that. But um, uh, I find that this might be one of those trailers that... Well, maybe it's it's still got that serious moment at the end with the with the gag. At the end. At the gag at the end, yep. Yeah, I don't know if I took this as... This... Uh, there's... So I think it started off humorous. I think the and tone then it went, is different. Then it yeah. was... Then it, it did go serious. Like, it went super funny, like, and then Jade, it went... You were going, like, when, when... Then it went serious, when and then Hall it... shows up. Right. And then there's the pause, and then there's the the funny moment at the yeah. end of it. And I just... I don't... I It feels like the, the second post-credit scene in Marvel movies. Yeah... Where it's the gag. So they have like the super serious moment. Then they have the serious mid credit scene. And then they have the gag end credit. Yeah. Scene. Um, which I don't mind as much in a movie because I've had five minutes to absorb what happened in the movie. Yeah. 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 Um, did end, did uh, infinity war have like a, a gag at the end of the end? It nope. didn't right? No, it was, it knew what it was. It was somber. Nobody wanted that. Nobody wanted that. And they they knew they didn't want that. But, like, yeah, looking at, like, Far From Home, I find it very interesting how this, the, I like, so much much about the importance of trailers is timing. Like, timing is everything. And for this to come out two months before Avengers Endgame. And it comes out two months after Avengers Endgame. And it comes out, and the movie actually comes out two months after Avengers Endgame. Now I do find it uh, I do find it respectful that Sony has not said a word about the film, and I think it's because we're approaching April, and once April hits, like once April first hits, you're not going to see anything about Far From Home. I don't think. I hope not. I would hope that Sony is respectful enough of the spectacle that is Endgame to not like release another trailer about Far From Home. When people really are just raring up for, right, raring up for Far From Home, or for Avengers Endgame. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, I agree. the The timing for this one is yeah, bad. I, mean, I, I, from what I hear, Marvel was like, "Hey, please don't do this right now." Sony was like, "Nope." And Sony's like, "Yo, Spider Man money? No, into Spider Verse? You know, no." Mm-mm. Hey, yeah. no, you can hype that one, and then we'll we'll totally be on the hype train for Far From Home with you. And they were like. Nope. Do you think they were worried that two months is not enough enough time to to build a hype train? Yeah. It's fucking Spider Man. Yeah, seriously, that is also true. Even if they didn't, okay, and, so and it's arguably they, the best received Spider Man ever. It, even yeah. if they didn't watch the first Spider Man, or watch Infinity War, or watch Endgame, even if they didn't watch those three movies and only ever watched Into the Spider Verse. Granted, it's a different medium. It's illustration, right? It's it's a it's a car- cartoon. Um, you're going to have kids w- that want more Spider-Man. Yeah. They're going to go see it. 
Um, yeah. And they put way too much money into Spider-Verse to think it was going to bomb. Yeah, right, right, right. That's true, yeah. It did have a... And so so that's getting a sequel. Surprisingly large budget for it. I mean, yeah, it's getting a... I mean, what are you going to do? It's, it's one of my favorite versions of, the of highest Dr. Rated Octopus. instances to aside date. Aside from Spider-Man 2. Yeah. yeah. It's, so, it's one of the highest rated to date, so I mean, what are you going to do about it? And uh, so what's our uh, what's our last one here? <laughs> this we're doing this one because it's all uh, because it comes out weird. on my birthday. It's just weird, man. Um, it's just I, weird. It's sad because more trailers come out for this, and everyone I know becomes much more excited. And more trailers come out, and I'd be like, I don't. I think you're going to lost me. I think, and I'm people, not going to get answers to the things I have questions for. There's some people who have become horrified the more they see. Yeah, I haven't known too many for that, but I can. Some I, of I, uh, some of the Pokemon are just hideous. Well, I mean, if you try to translate way, those the, to real it's, life, it's the Pokemon trailer. It's Detective Pikachu. Yeah. Um, which uh, I don't tell a lot of people, but you guys can context clue figure out what my birthday is now. Um, I I'm okay with a lot of this movie. I don't mind. I love Ryan Reynolds. I don't mind that there's a random human that can hear a Pokemon talk, and nobody else can. Um, I don't know. The a lot of the depictions of the Pokemon, I'm fine with that. The guy who designed a lot of these, like that's what he does in his free time. He's like, what would a Pokemon look like in real life? And yes, there a lot of them are gonna look pretty fugly because they don't translate well to real life. Um, like I, I, what I don't understand, what I've never liked about these movies was where one person can hear somebody saying something, yeah, and then we, the viewer, hear what the other person's hearing. So we see his mouth moving as if he's sounding out words. Somebody else sees his mouth moving and they see him sounding out pika pika. Yeah. So what I'm seeing, what that other person's seeing, are different. And I hate that about certain like these types of movies. Yeah, like I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like I'm just, I'm watching it, and I'm just like, some of that sh- is just so disturbing. Bro. Uh, the Mister Mime, while disturbing, is actually kind of funny. I find most of the stuff funny. I'm just trying to figure out like, there's a few things. That don't make any sense to me. And again, this is the world of Pokemon, but like the, in Pokemon, there are Pokemon who can die, who then, or there are people can die, become ghosts that become Pokemon that can get caught by somebody and then forced to fight in cage fights. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't, <laughs> it's just so weird. I never, I don't like, this is not something I was going to ask for. for and, the, and the trailer itself doesn't really, answer a lot of questions uh but poses a few well that, that's that's my thing is that i've i again i my problem is i'm coming into this with decades almost of of pokemon 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 stuff and, and for <laughs> like that is a weird looking pokemon um but there's i know too much about pokemon so when i'm watching this movie i'm like okay does Alakazam have an IQ of 18,000? Because if he does, why would he ever listen to a human? Yeah, if Machamps are heavyweight champions, why are they traffic conductors? Right. Um. um <laughs> do do Drifloons like taking kids and getting them lost in the woods? And w- Does Mr. Mime really want to get with your mom? Right? Questions. These are all questions we've posed. 
Yes. Mind you, they're questions that our anchor community has not heard before, but they are <laughs> questions that we've posed at one point. Also revealing the Mewtwo's in the movie. Yeah. I think was a was a mistake. Yes. Because that could have been that could have been a, an awesome little you know Cubone wears the skull of its mother. Yes. Wait, they really? reveal that Mewtwo's in the movie? Pretty sure he's at the end of the trailer. Really? I think so. Uh, I guess we'll see. At the end of this one? I think so. Oh god. Mankey. Yeah. No, that's not Mankey. That's uh, I can't remember. I'm brain farting. Um Yeah, so we're just watching Pikachu try to fart lightning right now. Yeah. And a Charizard like. looking super scary. Um and then some Greninjas. So it's more than just Gen 1 because Gren- Greninja was one of the... F- there goes me too. What a... <laughs> well, there's your plot. Right. So that's my problem too. Is like Isn't this, one this just essentially... What was the plot? Is it? Is it the original Pokemon? The original Pokemon? The plot where you end up going to the, the laboratory and it's, discovering that they were testing on... They were trying to recreate Mew. Yeah. The progenitor of the Pokemon species. Isn't this just this then? Uh, who knows? I mean, like, uh, what's they there to detective us, Pikachu? They haven't shown us any. Well, just go play Pokemon Red, <laughs> or uh, let's go Eevee, or let's go Eevee. It's the same. Sh- <laughs> or let's go Pikachu. How how meta would that be? If yeah. Detective Pikachu was just so like, I, mean, I can figure this, this out. Who was this playing is, Let's uh, Go Pikachu? This is another case where I, a trailer might have revealed too much, potentially. But it's also like like it, it's a it's a balance like to there's there's there 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 was a potential to introduce me to tidbits, but I kind of wish they tried when they were like, yeah, Machamp's Machamp's do traffic, and I was like, cool, Pokemon in real life, that's how this works. But I I needed for me, there's just so many questions I have. Like, okay, Machamp's do traffic. What do they eat? Like, do people eat meat? If all if all animals on the planet are Pokemon. Do people eat Pokemon? We've established Pokemon are semi-sentient. I'm reasonably sure, to a degree, most people would have problems eating cows if they could talk or had the ability to think. I think you and like I above both a certain know they're going to ignore all of these things. That's my problem. Is that there? And in some case, unless the unless the writing is does a really good job of skirting that, like Thor barely gets away with it. Yeah. And that's because, again, they started making fun of it in the third movie. Yeah. Uh, well, they what, made fun what, of everything in the third particular? movie. Well, like, are they gods? Oh, right, right. How long right. do they live? Where do they get their powers from? Do they pick their powers at birth? Did Heimdall get those eyes at birth? Did they give him the eyes? Now that Asgard's gone, do they keep their powers? Their powers only come from Asgard. Wait a minute. Loki was a frost giant, but then he got magic, and then he's the god of mischief, and then he has powers. But was his mom the god of mischief before he was? She taught him all his magic. Who was the god of mischief before there was a Loki? Who was the god of thunder before there was th- uh, Thor? Who was using the hammer before Thor? Is the hammer Thor's? With the hammer, was like. There's so many questions about those that I'm just like, I. Are you God? Like, how, who gave Heimdall his eyes? Like when they were a kid, you were like, you look like you're gonna be able to see everywhere. And he's like, I can. I've I seen can. all of it. Right, I've seen it all. Uh, <laughs> Thor. It was like you're gonna be the god of thunder. And by that, I mean lightning, but it sounds weirder and more flashy if so. We're going to call you Thunder, God of Thunder, Lord of Thunder. 
Yeah, Lord of Thunder. But yeah, like it's it's actually it would have been Lord of Lightning. Probably would have been. It cool. takes it takes Lightning Lord. Yeah, it's an it's an odd balancing act to deliver information in a concise manner to audiences to make them interesting without giving everything away. But I feel like the trend recently has been to give everything away because people are going to go see it anyway. <laughs> or in Marvel's case, or in Marvel's case, mislead you massively. Mislead you. Uh, we are forced to mislead you massively to keep this interesting. <laughs> right. You, you, you know, you know, they're going to beat Thanos, yeah. but how, and who's going to be there and who's going to be left when it's all said civil done. war, you know, detective they're going to defeat the bad guy. D- detective Pikachu is going to beat Thanos. Obviously I'm, I'm game. Yeah. Pikachu. Yeah. Civil war was, you know, there's going to be a bad guy. We don't even know who it is. Right. We're just going to show you Captain America versus Iron Man. Yeah. Have fun. We're going to show you the meaty bits that you're going to you're going to uh, that you're going to want to see in the theater. Yeah. Yep. So, but yeah, so like those are just some examples of of trailers that I think have caught our attention, and this all stemmed from Endgame, uh, uh, which whew, it's going to be good. But yeah, take a moment. Tell us your favorite trailers, yeah, or at least favorite trailers. Why? Yeah, t- tell us what you think makes a good trailer. How it ruined your childhood. <laughs> or uh. tell us what you think makes a bad trailer. Right? Uh, mm. Tell us we're wrong about trailers that we said we didn't like or liked. Yeah. Uh, and tell us why you think that. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Yeah. You can email the show, sanctuary1radio at gmail.com, if you listen pretty much anywhere. Uh, you can like and subscribe and review on uh, on iTunes and Apple Podcasts. Uh, and if you are listening on Anchor, you can leave us a voicemail, voice message, which will give us the opportunity of being able to uh, listen to you guys and include those questions in the show. The goal eventually is to have a dedicated show to answer questions and answers uh, or have a nice little segment on each show uh, that will be able to answer some of the questions that you guys record for us. So download Anchor on your uh, iPhone uh, Android device or any device that you use for that matter. Or if you're on a browser, go to anchor.fm uh, forward slash S1 radio. Um, you'll be able to leave us a voicemail. You can also uh, send emojis to us to like, uh, uh, to give us a round of applause if you agree with us at all. So we can see exactly what points our audience agrees with. Uh, so if you're listening in the United States, in the UK, in France, or in Italy, all which are places that apparently people are listening to us at, which is kind of cool. Cool. Uh, hello. 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 Bonjour. And Bienvenue. What? Bienvenue. Bienvenue. Thank you. There you go. Uh, so, guys, thank you for listening. Uh, for myself, for Cy, for Props, this has been Sanctuary One Radio. Uh, April is going to be Avengers Endgame Month with a little bit of Shazam on the side. And Hellboy, Shazam. maybe. And Hellboy, Hellboy maybe. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Guys, have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. We'll talk to you soon. Meh, meh, meh. Toodles.